Hi. Welcome to the 17th episode of this podcast on the teachings of Sri Ramana Maharshi. Today I would like to tell you two stories and uh, while learning advait understanding advait i ended up reading a lot of uh, zen buddhism and the similarities between zen buddhism and advait are striking the teachings are the same the methodology or the approach might differ from teacher but the teachings are exactly the same and i was recently reading some of the zen stories and i was struck by the sheer similarity in terms of how metaphors are used in order to explain something and those metaphors are very similar in nature and uh, you can actually transition from the zen story to um the maharshi's talks without feeling any disconnect at all and one metaphor such metaphor is the metaphor of the moon and i want to talk about that today with the story so here's the zen story that i want to tell you today it's called chionos no water no moon and i'm reading from a source on the internet i'll put that source uh with the details of this podcast but let me tell you the story as is chiono was a servant in a zen convent who wanted to practice zazen one day she approached an elderly nun and said i am of humble birth i can't read or write and must work all the time i can't read or write and must work all the time is there any possibility that i could attain the way of buddha even though i have no skills the nun answered her this is wonderful my dear in buddhism there are no distinctions between people 
there is only this each person must hold fast to the desire to awaken and cultivate a heart of great compassion people are complete as they are i am repeating this people are complete as they are if you don't fall into delusive thoughts there is no buddha and no sentient being there is only one complete nature if you want to know your true nature you need to turn toward the source of your delusive thoughts this is called zazen chiono said with happiness with this practice as my companion i have only to go about my daily life practicing day and night after months of wholehearted practice she went out on a full moon night to draw some water from the well the bottom of her old bucket held together by bamboo strips suddenly gave way and the reflection of the moon vanished with the water when she saw this she attained great realization her enlightenment poem was this with this and that i tried to keep the bucket together and then the bottom fell out where water does not collect the moon does not dwell and there couple of things about the story that i would like to point you to the first is that she says to the nun that i need to work all the time i can't you know um go to a monastery and start practicing meditation and just uh, stop the rest of my life and i'm just a very ordinary per- person is there any possibility i could attain the way of buddha even though i have no skills and i have to i have to live this life and work all the time and the nun's response is exactly what uh, ramna maharshi says that if you don't fall into delusive thoughts there is no buddha and there is no sentient being there is only one complete nature what ramna maharshi describes as consciousness pure consciousness or the self and then she says the nun says if you want to know your true nature you need to turn toward the source of your delusive thoughts 
This is called Zizan. And turning towards the source of your delusive thoughts is exactly what self-inquiry is all about. About turning inward and finding out from where does this I come? From where does this ego originate? Because the ego is the source of your delusive thoughts. You have to find out where that source comes from. That is called Zazen. So it can be done by anyone. It's not a privileged access given to a few. It can be practiced at any time. It's not something that you need to do at a particular hour or when you are away from everything or when you get the time. It can be practiced anytime, anywhere. And like Chiyono, one day the, bot the bottom will fall out. And I would like to now read from a talk that Ramana Maharshi gave in his ashram. Which again uses the metaphor of the moon in order to illustrate this point and you will find striking similarities to the story, the Zen story. I don't know how metaphors travel, but this one is beautiful. And so the Maharshi says, a jiva or an individual, you may say, is only the light reflected on the ego. The light meaning the self or pure consciousness reflected on the ego. The person identifies himself with the ego and argues that there must be more like him. He is not easily convinced of the absurdity of his position. There's a man who sees many individuals in his dream persist in believing them to be real and inquire after them when he wakes up. But a person who believes in the multiplicity of individuals and multiplicity of the world who does not believe in oneness is not convinced easily. So again, let's look at the moon. Maharshi says, let anyone look at her, the moon, from any place at any time. She is the same moon. Everyone knows it. Now suppose there are several receptacles of water 
you may read it as several buckets or chiono's bucket and many such buckets like chiono's bucket reflecting the moon the images are all different from one another and from the moon itself each receptacle with different water different levels of water different shapes different cracks will reflect the moon differently but if one of the receptacles falls to pieces and you will remember chiono's buckets bottom fell out if one of the receptacles falls to pieces that reflection disappears its disappearance does not affect the real moon or other reflections it is similar with an individual attaining liberation she alone is liberated because the bucket's bottom and i am adding that has fallen out the moon's metaphor is that of the ego and here's how when chiono's bucket's bottom falls out and the reflection of the moon vanished with the water and when she saw this she attained great realization what is the metaphor of the moon and here's another maharshi quote that explains this the moon shines by reflecting the light of the sun when when the sun has set the moon is useful for displaying objects when the sun has risen no one needs the moon though its disk is visible in the sky so it is with the mind and the heart and heart by heart he means the self the mind is made useful by its reflected light it is used for seeing objects when turned inwards it merges into the source of illumination which shines by itself and the mind is there like the moon in the daytime that is the mind is no longer needed like the moon is no longer needed in daytime the sun in this simile is the self and the sun's light reflecting on the mind the mind being the moon 
is what each individual, each living being is. When the mind turns towards the sun, towards the self, and then the sun only shines, there is no need for the mind. When the bottom of the bucket gives way, And the moon reflecting in the bucket or the mind reflecting in that one receptacle disappears, replaced by the bright light of the sun. Then there is great realization of the oneness of it all. Of the release from the delusion of the subject and the object, the I and the other, and the realization of complete oneness, the bucket giving, the bottom giving way and merging with the whole. And when that happens, when you are in that state, then what happens? And I'd like to tell you a story. that brings tears into my eyes every time I read it because it's so short and so potent it's and it reflects the compassion that's all of us, all of us as one. And this is also a Zen story. It's called Ryokan and the Thief. And it goes like this. One day, when Ryokan returned to his hut, he discovered a robber who had broken in and was in the process of stealing the poor monk's few possessions. In the thief's haste to leave, to rush off, to run away, the thief left behind a cushion. Ryokin 
grabbed the cushion and ran after the thief to give it to him this event prompted rayakan to compose this haiku one of his best known poems the thief left it behind the moon at my window Raikan came back to his empty hut looked out through his window saw the moon and the poem that he wrote and i am re repeating the poem was the thief left behind the moon at my window and this story can be interpreted in different ways some say the moon is a metaphor for enlightenment but if we go by what we have i have talked about earlier the moon is the metaphor for the reflected light of the ego what raikun is saying the thief took everything that was there in the hut but he didn't take the only thing that he should have taken my ego my i if only the thief would have taken it away